All right, Five Minute Fridays. I'm going to get out of y'all way, man. We got a special guest, Terika Lynn Smith, the real estate wealth builder is here. And she got a lesson for you. What we learned today, T? We're going to talk about the 1% rule in real estate. A lot of the times people, you know, ask me, yo, how do you know, like, what's really a good deal, right? And so um, is it okay if I share, like, a cheat code? Like, I want to share a cheat code with you guys. So they have what's called the 1% rule. And whenever I'm looking at the 1% rule, it says that the um, investment property only, not like your primary residence or anything like that, but an investment property says that the rents should be equal to 1% of the sales price and are less. So let's break that down. What does that look like? Let's say you're looking at an investment property for $200,000. The 1% rule says that of that $200,000, rent should be $2,000 and or less. So a lot of the times when you're looking at investment properties, um, and we can tell right away. So if somebody bring me a deal and, you know, um, I do the quick 1% rule, I can tell if it's overpriced or if the actual, you know, property itself is going to be able to sustain. The importance of the 1% rule, it tells you if you can afford that mortgage. So let's just say if we did the $200,000 um, example at the 1%, which is $2,000 a month. Well, if your mortgage payment is less than that $2,000 a month, obviously, you know, you can afford the property. Now, as investors, whenever we start looking at that $2,000, we understand that there's other um, expenses that's going to be associated with this investment. So because there's other expenses associated with the investment, you being right at that $2,000 is not that appetizing. So when somebody send me a deal and they be like, yo, T, it falls in the 1% rule. It's a really great deal. I'm like, no, that's just the front part of it. So let's dive a little bit deeper. With the $200,000, you're going to have taxes, you're going to have insurance, you're going to have all type of stuff. So even though I'm at the 1%, I still would like to go 50% below the 1%. So for instance, if my mortgage payment going to be somewhere around $1,200 on this deal, I'm probably going to have a few hundred dollars in expenses. I would like to cash flow about $500 remaining of that $2,000. So I don't want the whole $2,000 just to cover the mortgage payment. So whenever you're looking at that 1% rule, you want to make sure that it's not just enough to cover the mortgage payment because number one, you're buying for cash flow. So if there's no cash flow in the property, then it don't matter if it falls on the 1%. You're just making enough money to pay the mortgage. The second part of the 1% rule is you want to make sure um, that the expenses are not more than 50% of your actual income that's coming in. So for instance, if it's bringing in $2,000 a month, you want to make sure that expenses, your maintenance expenses is less than that, that 50%. So keep in mind all of those numbers, running them together, that when you're breaking down the 1% rule, it is a quick rule of thumb. It is not the only rule that we look at, but it is a really quick rule to see if the numbers make sense on that particular property. And then the last thing I will add with that 1% rule is that um, the actual equity of it that comes into play 
if you play with it a little bit more, sometimes I do the 2%. The 2% is the same as the 1%, except it makes it a lot harder to find investment properties. So it would need to make $4,000 a month on that 200000 That's been more conservative. But you want to make sure that the equity portion of the actual 1% rule falls within your numbers as well. So squeeze as much as you can in that 1%. Make sure that the numbers work and don't be afraid to negotiate it. So if you find a deal and the numbers are over the 1% rule, it's okay to talk to that investor and say, look, the numbers don't work. I can't make the mortgage payments. All of the um, expenses are, you know, way more than the 50% of what I'm looking at in this investment. So we're going to have to make a deal. When you start talking 1% numbers um, to investors, they understand that you, in fact, know your numbers. They understand that you've done your homework and that they overpriced. So some people say, yo, I can't find no deal. Nothing falls within the 1%. Well, you should be clapping your hands because you know that the property is overpriced. And if you pay anything over that 1%, guess what? You're going to get a haircut. So do me a favor, run your numbers. Know that 1% is a quick rule of thumb. It's not the only rule, but it is a quick rule to determine the price on a property. That's five minute Fridays, y'all. We out.